You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. Hey, what's up, church family? My name's Alan, and I'm here to tell you a bit of my story. Uh, I'm on staff here at Illini Life, have been for about 10 years. I'm married to Ashley for eight of those years. And our kids, Ava, who's four and a half, and Aaron, who's almost three, are, uh, that's, my, that's our family. So how about the family I grew up with? Well, I, I was raised in a household um, with Christian values. Um, we went to church on Sundays, we went to Sunday school, and in our small town, uh, we, I feel like church was something we did on Sundays. Now, I had plenty of good old Catholic guilt within me. Uh, I made sure to uh, be at the things, and in fact, one time I remember I missed church with my family growing up, and I felt so bad that I sat down with the big family Bible in the garage on a bucket, opened it up to Genesis and start reading, because I felt bad. Anyway, I, in a lot of ways, I was a good kid. Um, I had private sin issues, uh, but in general, I was a pretty good kid. Uh, a little shy, a little awkward. In fact, I'm thankful I was awkward, because I think God protected me from a lot of things. But anyway, uh, I discovered in high school actually two things. I discovered, one, a bit more about my faith as I saw my peers uh, who were walking with Jesus through things like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and a Bible study and things like that. But I also saw that my private sin, the stuff that I held behind me, uh, you know, hidden, uh, it didn't make me good just because I hid it. It still hurt people. And so in the midst of that, I actually had a first girlfriend who talked to her about uh, sin in my life, and it crushed her. And I worked at a, a food, a, it's called a grocery store, a grocery store uh, at that time, and I remember going into the next day and just crying, just weeping on the floor of the employee bathroom, you know the one in the back that's kind of sticky and gross, just laid bare. And I think that was the moment where it's as if a valve opened up in my head and went down to my heart and everything that I'd learned about Jesus over the years finally started to click. And so when I came to college, I wanted to make sure to look for a ministry uh, like the ones I was a part of, like the Bible study I did, like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, or like the conference I went to, uh, Christ and Youth, uh, after my senior year. Anyway, I, on quad day, I went around and I signed up for every group you could find. And then somebody from Alliance Life called me up that night, and I didn't even remember Alliance Life. But they were friendly. They invited me to a small group in their dorm in Bromley Hall, and I decided to go. And this quickly became my church home. I remember uh, just feeling like a part of the community really quickly and even really welcomed into leadership. I remember there was a small group uh, that I was at. We split up, and we went and sat on the steps of Follinger Auditorium. And one of the senior leaders asked me to lead the discussion. And I was like, all right, we'll try this out. And I asked the questions, and he just affirmed me like crazy and said, I think you could do this. And for me, that really um, was one of the steps in a long journey of me thinking about what God was calling me to um, with respect to my life. I'd gone to school for mechanical engineering, uh, but this ministry thing was still interesting. And so God grew me a ton that summer after my freshman year. I actually went to LT, leadership training, in Estes Park, Colorado, worked as a day camp counselor, had a ton of fun, and really worked through a lot of challenging faith questions for me. 
uh, related to my background uh, growing up as well as things within um, just the traditions I'd sort of seen, different Christian traditions I'd seen. And so my next uh, step for me really was actually thinking about what I was going to do with my life. Uh, I was studying mechanical engineering, but a lot of things came to mind with education and science and ministry and all these things. And so finally, God and I made an agreement. And I felt like an agreement with me and God where I said, I'm going to do an internship uh, in my career field and I'm going to do an internship at LT. And so I did that LT internship out in Estes Park. It was a blast. And then I did an internship as a, as a steel worker, a steel engineer um, in Alabama, of all places. And I remember coming back from that time in Alabama for my last semester, my victory lap semester, and I felt called to ministry. It felt so clear to me. I was like, I'm ready. I want to be a part of this work of helping college students figure Jesus out, even though I am a college student. And I applied, and I was deferred. Because sin in certain areas of my life still held on pretty tightly, it felt like um, the application was more important to defer, meaning, hey, wait a little while, than to accept me right away. Thankfully, that same day that I was deferred fully, uh, I got an offer from uh, Amron to work as a gas engineer with them, which is a great title if you're 10. And I worked as an engineer engineer there for about a year and a half. At that same time, uh, Nick Majeski and I started to spend a lot of time together, started working out. He got way better than I did. Um, but over our time working out, we thought about, all right, now seems like the time for us to both go on staff. And we've been f- serving faithfully, doing a lot of hard stuff together. Ministry these past, these past 10 years has been a season of lots of ups and downs, plenty of growth through hard stuff. I had a dream to church plant. That was one of the reasons I was excited to go on staff. It didn't happen. We've had a swinging door of elders and pastors, and thankfully I feel like we finally have some real clarity as to our direction. We had staff conflict. Um, I failed people in ministry in deep ways. And about uh, three years ago, my parents died in a car crash um, at the same time together. And my life has felt, um, needless to say, a lot different since then. And then we had this pandemic. And in some ways, the pandemic has felt like the simplest thing in the midst of a lot of complex stuff in my life. God has been using this hard season of ministry where I was excited to serve and I have been serving, but there's been a lot of growth in it. He's been using it to shape my character because I think that's what God wants his leaders to do, to have shaped character, um, to be like him. I can't imagine my life without God even. In fact, at my parents' funeral, a friend of mine, Rudy, he said he was impressed by um, just my faith in the midst of the the process. And he said when our faith is tested, we see its strength. And the strength of my faith, if it's there, it's not by myself. It really is by the glory of God. He has given me um, the ability to hold on. And my hope is that that ability to hold on would not just be um, for the short term, but the long term. My hope is that my faith would be strong all the way through to the end. Now, there's plenty more to anybody's story. And I hope um, if you want to talk more about my story, uh, I'd love to do so. You can reach out um, on the website. But for now, I'm Alan, and that's a part of my story.